Section nine Tales thirty three to thirty eight of Eskimo Folk Tales by Knut Rasmussen. Translated by W. W. Worcester. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Tale thirty three The Soul That Lived in the Bodies of All Beasts. There was a man whose name was Avuvang, and of him it is said that nothing could wound him. And he lived at Kangard Lutsuak. At that time of the year when it is good to be out, and the days do not close with dark night, and all is nearing the great summer, Avovang's brother stood one day on the ice near the breathing hole of a seal. And as he stood there, a sledge came dashing up, and as it reached him, the man who was in it said, There will come many sledges to kill your brother. The brother now ran into the house to tell what he had heard, and then he ran up a steep rocky slope and hid away. The sledges drove up before the house, and Avavang went out to meet them, but he took with them the skin of a dog's neck, which had been used to wrap him in when he was a child. And when then the men fell upon him, he simply placed that piece of skin on the ground, and stood on it, and all his enemies could not wound him with their weapons, though they stabbed again and again. At last he spoke and said mockingly, All my body is now like a piece of knotty wood with the scars of the wounds you gave me, and yet you could not bring about my death. And as they could not wound him with their stabbing, they dragged him up to the top of a high cliff, thinking to cast him down. But each time they caught hold of him to cast him down, he changed himself into another man who was not their enemy. And at last they were forced to drive away, without having done what they wished. It is also told of Avavang that he once desired to travel to the south, and to the people who lived in the south to buy wood. This men were wont to do in the old days, but now it is no longer so. And so they set off, many sledges together going southward to buy wood. And having done what they wished, they set out for home. On the way they had made a halt to look for the breathing holes of seal, and while the men had been thus employed, the women had gone on. Avovang had taken a wife on that journey from among the people of the south and while the men stood there looking for seal-holes all of them felt a great desire to possess avavang's wife and therefore they tried to kill him kutak stabbed him in the eyes and the others caught hold of him and sent him sliding down through a breathing-hole into the sea when his wife saw this she was angry and taking the wood which they had brought from the south she broke it all into small pieces so angry was she at thus being made a widow then she went home after having spoiled the men's wood but the sledges drove on suddenly a great seal came up ahead of them right in their way where the ice was thin and slippery and the sledges drove straight at it but many fell through and were drowned at that hunting and a little after they again saw something in their way it was a fox and they set off in chase but driving at furious speed up a mountain of screw ice they were dashed down and killed only two men escaped and they made their way onward and told what had come to the rest. And it was the soul of Avovang, whom nothing could wound, that had changed first into a seal and then into a fox, and thus brought about the death of his enemies. And afterwards he made up his mind to let himself be born in the shape of every beast on earth, that he might one day tell his fellow men the manner of their life. At one time he was a dog, and lived on meat which he stole from the houses. When he was pressed for food, he would carefully watch the men about the houses and eat anything they threw away. But Avavang soon tired of being a dog, 
on account of the many beatings which fell to his lot in that life and so he made up his mind to become a reindeer at first he found it far from easy for he could not keep pace with the other reindeer when they ran how do you stretch your hind legs at a gallop he asked one day kick out towards the farthest edge of the sky they answered and he did so and then he was able to keep pace with them but at first he did not know what he should eat and therefore he asked the others eat moss and lichen they said and he soon grew fat with thick suet on his back but one day the herd was attacked by a wolf and all the reindeer dashed out into the sea and there they met some kayaks in their flight and one of the men killed avavang he cut him up and laid the meat in a cairn of stones and there he lay and when the winter came he longed for the men to come and bring him home and glad was he one day to hear the stones rattling down and when they commenced to eat him and cracked the bones with pieces of rock to get at the marrow avavang escaped and changed himself into a wolf and now he lived as a wolf but here as before he found that he could not keep up with his comrades at a run and they ate all the food so that he got none kick up towards the sky they told him and then at once he was able to overtake all the reindeer and thus get food and later he became a walrus but found himself unable to dive down to the bottom all he could do was to swim straight ahead through the water take off as if from the middle of the sky that is what we do when we dive to the bottom said the others and so he swung his hindquarters up to the sky and down he went to the bottom and his comrades taught him what to eat mussels and little white stones once also he was a raven the ravens never lack food he said but they often feel cold about the feet thus he lived the life of every beast on earth and at last he became a seal again and there he would lie under the ice watching the men who came to catch him and being a great wizard he was able to hide himself away under the nail of a man's big toe but one day there came a man out hunting who had cut off the nail of his big toe and that man harpooned him then they hauled him up on the ice and took him home inside the house they began cutting him up and when the man cast the mittens to his wife avavang went with them and crept into the body of the woman and after a time he was born again and became once more a man tale thirty four papik who killed his wife's brother there was once a man whose name was papik and it was his custom to go out hunting with his wife's brother whose name was eilak but whenever those two went out hunting together it was always eilak who came home with seal in tow while papik returned empty-handed and day by day his envy grew then one day it happened that eilak did not return at all and papik was silent at his homecoming at last late in the evening that old woman who was eilak's mother began to speak you have killed eilak no i did not kill him answered papik then the old woman rose up and cried you killed him and said no word the day shall yet come when i will eat you alive for you killed eilak you and no other and now the old woman made ready to die for it was as a ghost she thought to avenge her son she took her bearskin coverlet over her and went and sat down on the shore close to the water and let the tide come up and cover her for a long time after this papik did not go out hunting at all so greatly did he fear the old woman's threat but at last he ceased to think of the matter and began to go out hunting as before one day two men stood out on the ice by the breathing holes 
Papik had chosen his place a little farther off and stood there alone. And then it came. They heard the snow creaking with the sound of a cry, and the sound moved towards Papik, and a fog came down over the ice. And soon they heard shouts as of one in a fury, and the screaming of one in fear. The monster had fallen upon Papik to devour him. And now they fled in towards land, swerving wide to keep away from what was happening there. On their way they met sledges with hunters setting out. They threw down their gear and urged the others to return to their own place at once, lest they also should be slain by fear. When they reached their village, all gathered together in one house. But soon they heard the monster coming nearer over the ice, and then all hurried to the entrance, and crowding together, grew yet more greatly stricken with fear and pressing thus against each other they struggled so hard that one fatherless boy was thrust aside and fell into a tub full of blood when he got up the blood poured from his clothes and wherever they went the snow was marked with blood now we are already made food for that monster they cried since that wretched boy marks out the way with a trail of blood let us kill him then said one but the others took pity on him and let him live and now the evil spirit came in sight out on the ice. They could see the tips of its ears over the hummocks as it crept along. When it came up to the houses, not a dog barked, and none dared try to surround it, for it was not a real bear. But at last an old woman began crying to the dogs, See, there is your cousin, bark at him. And now the dogs were loosed from the magic that bound them, and when the men saw this, they too dashed forward and harpooned that thing but when they came to cut up the bear they knew its skin for the old woman's coverlet and its bones were human bones and now the sledges drove out to find the gear they had left behind and they saw that everything was torn to pieces and when they found papik he was cut about in every part eyes nose and mouth and ears were hacked away and the scalp torn from his head thus that old woman took vengeance for the killing of her son Eilak. And so it was our fathers used to tell, when any man killed his fellow without good cause, a monster would come and strike him dead with fear, and leave no part whole in all his body. The people of old times thought it an ill thing for men to kill each other. This story I heard from the men who came to us from the far side of the great sea. Tale 35 Patusorsuak Who Killed His Uncle there lived a woman at Kubkat, and she was very beautiful, and Alatak was he who had her to wife, and at the same place lived Patusar Suak, and Alatak was his uncle. He also had a wife, but was yet fonder of his uncle's wife than of his own. But one day in the spring Alatak was going out on a long hunting journey, and made up his mind to take his wife with him. They were standing at the edge of the ice, ready to start, when Patusar Suak came down to them are you going away he asked yes both of us answered alatak but when patusor suak heard this he fell upon his uncle and killed him at once for he could not bear to see the woman go away when patusor suak's wife saw this she snatched up her needle and sewing ring and fled away following the shadow of the tent over the hills to the place where her parents lived she had not even time to put on her skin stockings and therefore her feet grew sore with treading the hills on her way up inland she saw people running about with their hoods loose on their heads as is the manner of the inland folk but she had no dealings with them for they fled away 
then coming near at last to her own place she saw an old man and running up she found it was her father who was out in search of birds and the two went gladly back to his tent now when patusarsuak had killed his uncle he at once went up to his own tent thinking to kill his own wife for he was already weary of her but she had fled away inside the tent sat a boy and patusarsuak fell upon him crying where is she where is she gone i have seen nothing for i was asleep cried the boy speaking falsely because of his great fear and so patusarsuak was forced to desist from seeking out his wife and now he went down and took alatak's wife and lived with her but after a little time she died and thus he had but little joy of the woman he had won by misdeed and he himself was soon to suffer in another way at the beginning of the summer many people were gathered at natsivilik and among them was patusarsuak one day a strange thing happened to him while he was out hunting a fox snapped at the fringe of his coat and he thinking it to be but a common fox struck out at it but did not hit and afterwards it was revealed that this was the soul of dead alatak playing with him a little before killing him outright for alatak's amulet was a fox and a little time after he was bitten to death by the ghost of alatak coming upon him in the shape of a bear his daughter who was outside at that time heard the cries and went in to tell of what she had heard but just as she came into the house behold she had quite forgotten all that she wished to say and this was because that vengeful spirit had by magic means called down forgetfulness upon her afterwards she remembered it but then it was too late they found patusorsuak torn to pieces torn limb from limb he had tried to defend himself with great pieces of ice as they could see but all in vain thus punishment falls upon the man who kills tale thirty six the men who changed wives there were once two men talilarsuak and navsarsuak and they changed wives talilarsuak was a mischievous fellow who was given to frightening people one evening sitting in the house with the other's wife whom he had borrowed he thrust his knife suddenly through the skins of the bench then the woman ran away to her husband and said go in and kill talilarsuak he is playing very dangerous tricks then navsarsuak rose up without a word and put on his best clothes and took his knife and went out he went straight up to talilarsuak who was now lying on the bench talking to himself and pulled him out on the floor and stabbed him you might at least have waited till i had dressed said talilarsuak but navsarsuak hauled him out through the passageway cast him on the rubbish heap and went his way saying nothing on the way he met his wife are you not going to murder me too she asked no he answered in a deep voice for poiluna is not yet grown big enough to be without you poiluna was their youngest son but some time after that deed he began to perceive that he was haunted by a spirit there is some invisible thing which now and again catches hold of me he said to his comrades and that was the avenging spirit watching him but about this time many in the place fell sick and among them was navsarsuak the sickness killed him and thus the avenging spirit was not able to tear him in pieces tale thirty seven artuk who did all forbidden things a man whose name was artuk had buried his wife but refused to remain aloof from doings which those who have been busied with the dead are forbidden to share 
he said he did not hold by such old customs some of his fellow villagers were at work cutting up frozen meat for food after watching them for a while as they worked at the meat with their knives he took a stone axe and hacked at the meat saying that is the way to cut up meat and this he did although it was forbidden and on the same day he went out onto the ice and took off his inner coat to shake it and this he did although it was forbidden also he went up onto an iceberg and drank water which the sun had melted there knowing well that this was likewise forbidden and all these things he did in scorn of that which his fellows believed for he said it was all lies but one day when he was starting out with his sledge fear came upon him and he dared not go alone and as his son would not go with him willingly he took him and bound him to the uprights of the sledge and carried him so he never returned alive late in the evening his daughter heard in the air the mocking laughter of two spirits and she knew at once that they were laughing so that she might know how her father had been punished for his ill-doing on the following day many sledges went out to search for artuk and they found him far out on the ice torn to pieces as is the way with those whom the spirits have punished for refusing to observe the customs of their forefathers and the son who was bound to the sledge had not been touched but he had died of fright tale thirty eight the thunder spirits two sisters men say were playing together and their father could not bear to hear the noise they made for he had but few children and was thus not wont to hear any kind of noise at last he began to scold them and told them to go farther away with their playing when the girls grew up and began to understand things they desired to run away on account of their father's scolding and at last they set out taking with them only a little dog-skin and a piece of boot-skin and a firestone they went up into a high mountain to build themselves a house there their father and mother made search for them in vain for the girls kept hiding themselves they had grown to be true mountain dwellers keeping far from the places of men only the reindeer hunters saw them now and again but the girls always refused to go back to their kin and when at last the time came when they must die of hunger they turned into evil spirits and became thunder when they shake their dried boot-skin then the gales come up the south-westerly gales and great fire is seen in the heavens whenever they strike their firestone and the rain pours down whenever they shed tears their father held many spirit callings hoping to make them return but this he ceased to do when he found that they were dead but men say that after those girls had become spirits they returned to the places of men frightening many to death they came first of all to their father and mother because of the trouble they had made the only one they did not kill was a woman bearing a child on her back and they let her live that she might tell how terrible they were and tales are now told of how terrible they were when the thunder spirits come even the earth itself is stricken with terror and stones even those which lie on level ground and not on any slope at all roll in fear towards men thus the thunder comes with the south-westerly gales there is a noise and crackling in the air as of dry skins shaken and the sky glows from time to time with the fire from their firestone great rocks and everything which stands up high in the air begin to glow when this happens men used to take out a red dog and cut its ear until the blood comes and then lead the beast round about the house letting the blood drip everywhere for then the house will not take fire 
a red dog was the only thing they feared those girls who were turned to thunder end of section nine tales thirty three to thirty eight recording by expatriate in bangor maine